a show that delves into the mystery of mystery. Bad dating shows and even worse dating advice. I'm Sam Labuti. And I'm Andrea Springer. And this is Helpless, Helpless Romantics. Romantics. Hello! Hey! It's been a little while. Um, welcome to Helpless Romantics, you guys. Um, we are going to be reviewing episode six. six. Yeah, we're at the tail end of the season, which is exciting. There's only three more episodes. Uh, two more after this. This one was action-packed. This one was action-packed, yeah. Not as, like, crazy as some of the other ones, but definitely some uh, some interesting a stuff. A little drama. Down. Yeah. And also, um, at some point in the podcast, um, we are going to reveal to you some insider info that we got mm. from someone who actually went to a casting call for the pickup artist. So look forward to that somewhere later in the podcast. But, um, yeah, let's just get... Right into Hop it. Hop right you know? into it. Hop right in. This is the sexy episode. Oh, yeah. This is the um, seduction episode, I guess. Well, that's kind of how it was posed at the beginning. It wound up not being that, where it was about, like, moving from just being attracted to a girl to seduction, where it's like, we're going to teach you how to fuck and bad. <laughs> Step one, if she doesn't finish, then you've done your job. Imagine <laughs> that was. Is it getting hot in here? Ooh, I'm getting a little turned on. <laughs> but it wound up being more along the lines of, um... Stuff to do with lingerie, but we're not there yet. First of all, first of all, um, they all realize that Joe W went home, and they like borderline breakdown crying. They talk like he yeah. is dead. Pradeep is angry. Yeah, everyone's freaking out. Like, like, as, like, oh no, Joe W, like, as if he's died. Like, he's in a better place now. Which, by the way, is true. He's in a better place because being off this show is better than being on. So they're right there. Yeah. um, Fortunately, Joe D is there to rally the troops with like an inspirational sports sports speech. Yeah. Or like a patent speech. Yeah, some kind of weird, yeah, intense rally by uh, body posse legend Joe, which is his new nickname. I'm going to try not to call him Fat Joe anymore. Yeah, now he's body body posse legend Joe. That's who he is now. Because that's who he is, and that's who he is to us. And you know what? Yeah, that's what he means to me so um anyway um yeah joe um joe gives this kind of speech and also like talks to the camera about like um how great his life is now and like how much better things are in the show just like yeah i'm no longer in my parents basement with no door just all these potatoes just surrounded by just so many potatoes he doesn't say that but he does mention again the room with no door and honestly we're just kind of into the potatoes yeah like I'm, i'm waiting every time now i'm just like Tell us about those potatoes, buddy. <laughs> like, you can't just drop that and then never mention it again. Like, I'm going to pitch a new show to you right now. Yeah. It's called The Potato, Potato Artist. Potato Joe? Oh, what? Potato Artist. Potato Artist is pretty good. Potato, Potato Joe, Joe is also, is, very, is also good. very, very, very good. Um, um, that should have, be his uh, nickname, like Matador and Jada. Ooh, that is, Potato, Potato Joe. Joe. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they're brought in, right? They're brought into this room. They're brought into a room. Mystery again says that he's going to offer them a treat, which again is hellish. And if a man yeah. in a top hat offers you a treat, say no. Yeah, and especially if he is wearing, yeah, all of that shit. Like top hats, dangly bits. Or, or just vaguely resembles Mystery and is dressed normal. You can never be too sure. Honestly, at this point, if he's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, honestly, at this point, anyone could be mystery. Anyone you meet could be mystery. That's the mystery. So be, yeah, so be <laughs> afraid. Um, but basically, the challenge is, like, they're going to watch, basically, Tara and the other girl whose name Leia. I forgot. Tara and Leia. Borderline strip, kind of. They're, like, showing off lingerie. And that's the whole thing is, like, watch them and listen to them tell you about the kind of lingerie that they like. Um, 
I personally was really good at this challenge yeah. because I was just listening to them talk about the kinds of lingerie that they like because yeah. that was my main concern. Yeah. Well, everyone else, especially Alvaro, was just talking about like how they have a boner, which yeah. is gross and did not like. Did you need to like? Hey, uh, cameraman, can we step aside for a one-on-one real quick? I want to tell you about how I have a boner. <laughs> Just directly into the camera. Um, and, of course, after this um, whole thing with them showing off the lingerie, Mystery walks in as a nice palate cleanser to all the boners. <laughs> uh, Cosmo also, during that time, says, Down Boy, and he is not talking about Nikito. No, he's not. Nikito's nowhere to be seen, which <sighs> pisses me off. Like, I want to write a letter to VH1 and be like, in 2005, why <laughs> is Nikito not in episode 6 of the Pickup Artist? Why isn't he buying lingerie for dogs? Yeah, where is his show? Where is his show where he teaches people how to be a pickup artist? Oh my god. Um, oh, god damn it. Um, and um, at this point, um, Mystery reveals to them that their challenge was not just to watch the women, but to be listening to them. And he says, he says, and this is actually genuine advice for the first time, he says... A woman likes a man who listens. Oh and God, I'm like, mystery. This is, yeah, this is the first real advice. But sadly, it's about lingerie. <laughs> like, yeah. you were so close to, like, being, like, a nice, normal man. But he it's tells them that they're supposed to now go all purchase lingerie for the women. And hopefully based on what the women said were their pre- preferences, mm-hmm. you know, so to show they listen. I'm sorry for this, and I need to go on a Star Wars kick for a second. Oh, God. Because okay. her name is Leia, right? Yeah, okay. I'm brought back to the part of episode five, I think, where Leia is a to Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. And she is wearing a gold bikini. Yeah. And I am so disappointed that no one bought that for her. And I also... Or that no one referenced it. They're all fucking dweebs and yeah, nerds. And I, like, not one of them dropped a very, very lame, stupid Star Wars joke. I know, and not only that, but I did not hear say Leia... I, I did not hear Leia once in this episode say, Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. <laughs> yeah, which we've been waiting for. Yes. And I'm very upset. Um, and their prize, um, it's actually one of the first good prizes, aside from Nikita, of course, who will be the best prize rest forever. May he rest in peace. Yeah, we assume that maybe he was euthanized right after this episode. Yeah. Like, your job here is done, young man. You've, do, you've done us well. Yeah. The arms of Nikita. Um, Worried that we're gonna slip into a straight up three minute um, Nikito parody of that song if we don't stop now. Your comfort here. All right. The prize is hold on. The prize is um, you get Matador to be your wingman, which is pretty good because Matador of all of them is kind of a normal, seemingly okay guy. I mean, compared to freaking Mystery and J Dog, you know he's stellar. I personally was wondering if he would just be holding a red flag and waving it so that the women ran toward him like balls because yeah. he is a matador. Because, <laughs> like, like, does... Here's my question, and they never mention it. Does your nickname have to have something to do with you? Like, Spoon, we never got an explanation. What about him... Yeah, but that, was that, he like, came did, in. Yeah, he came in as Spoon. But still, that does still make you wonder, like, does he look like a Spoon? Like, I don't know. Like, no, Matador. he looks like, like a perfect baby angel. He does, and we love Spoon. We, again, tweet Spoon, us, please. please tweet us, for the love of God. Um, but yeah, I'm always confused with how they came up with If Joe things. W. was in this uh, competition, if he was still in, yeah. I guarantee you 100% he would buy a sexy costume from the musical Cats <laughs> because of how much he loves musicals. Yeah. Now, of course, uh, 
I think you like a guy who thinks outside the box or outside the litter box. That's just fair. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my costume. Blah, I did a fake laugh, but actually, I wanted to real laugh because yeah. that was really funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, Oh, I wanted to say Cosmo's uh, little blurb, the the text that yeah. it said underneath his name at some when point was... When they're in the store, I think. When they're in the store was too reactive to beauty, yeah. which is my new favorite way to say, uh, like, he has a boner constantly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I'm getting really reactive to this beauty right Ooh, now. <laughs> so beautiful. But while in the store, um, Alvaro just starts talking to this woman um, who presumably works there, hopefully, before even, like, saying hi, and he just walks up, he's like... I'm looking for some, like, boys, uh, like, what do you call them? Boy, boy, shorts? Um, boy shorts or whatever, but they have to be see-through, so, you know, so you can see your private parts and stuff, and she's like, uh, okay, um, and your name is? Like, <laughs> just runs in and just starts yelling at this woman about how he needs see-through, like, panties for, like, with no explanation. Which, honestly, if you haven't run into a lingerie shop and done that, I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, yeah, this whole, like, part of the show, it's not as, like, intense and exciting to me as a lot of the other like challenge parts like no one made out with a peach no one made love to a peach Nikito again nowhere to be seen so it's kind of boring it's to so me. funny you bring up the peach because yeah. I was thinking throughout this whole sequence that if Scott were still there he would yeah. be buying lingerie for a peach Oh, yeah. Or he would just go to a grocery store and just be buying, like, take that money they gave him for the laundry and be like, get the fuck this shit. I'm buying peaches, baby. Bolt peaches. Get a hole in that peach, see yeah. where it goes. Mm, microwave that peach 10 seconds? That's a warm peach. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I know exactly what that uh, means. Yeah, let's move on from that. Um, yeah, so um, after this, Body Posse legend Joe wins because he picked the best lingerie. Because he's really into fashion and worked retail. Yeah, and you know what? He's a great listener, ladies. Joe, if you're still out there and single, we're fucking hooking you up, We man. will marry you. We we will dual marry you. Yes. I'm, again, assuming, under the assumption that no one on this show has died yet. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to Google it to get any spoilers, so I'm just going to assume, hopefully, you're all alive and well. Except for and not, maybe a few of you I could I wouldn't mind if you were passed away. Honestly, I'm not going to mention you know what? names. J-Dog, J-Dog don't, don't call us. No, J-Dog, please uh, lose our number. We did mail it to you. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so we go back to the house. And the drama starts. Oh, and shit hits the fan. Shit Finally, the fan. we get some house drama. Finally. It's been so long. Like, Pretty was like, yeah. doing the, like, last week he was doing the whole, like, should I stay or should I go? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and this time, do you want to tell what happens? Yes, this time, very weirdly, and we do not get any background context. No, this. no, no. Uh, Body Posse legend, Joe. Yeah. Lee, he has his armor bound. He's like, I think he's showing off like the techniques that he yeah. would use on a woman. And he leans for some reason. into him like super close. Puts his armor on Padip, yeah. Like about to like kiss him. Yeah. And Padip slaps his face. Which looked to me relatively gently. And for someone who's grabbing like, like Joe grabbed like the front of his mouth to make sure they didn't kiss, kiss him actually on the lips because of course can't do that. And tried to like bring him in to like kiss him. And it was very weird and kind of warranting Padip, I guess, Pushing him away to some degree or lightly slapping him. But everyone loses their fucking shit on Pradeep. And, like, here's what I said when we were watching it and Mm -hmm. how I feel. Like, I'm sure this isn't just to do with the actual slap. Like, this feels like kind of just, like, Pradeep's been annoying as shit. This is just, like, the tip of the iceberg. This is the tip of the douche iceberg with Pradeep, like, you know? Yeah, and apparently 
at some point Joe, and we didn't get to see this because of the horrors of editing. Uh, we didn't get to see yeah. Joe say, please don't touch my face, which apparently he did at yeah. some point. <laughs> and Pradeep was like, oh, I didn't hear you say that. Yeah. And then Joe Wait, very did dramatically he, did he said, say that before? He, he was insinuating that he had said that before yeah, he got slapped? Yeah, yeah. Then he just walks around the house all day being like, hey, everybody, please do not touch my face. He actually, whenever they're not <laughs> filming, he has a t-shirt. Yeah, please don't touch my face yeah, t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, God, I would buy um, one. Um, but yeah, Pradeep, and then Pradeep also insinuates... And maybe this is why um, Joe has gone around saying, please don't touch my face, because Pradeep insinuates that he's slapped Joe a number of times. Yeah. Like, hey, I do it I do it every day. And it's like, okay, well, then maybe that might be the problem, yeah, Pradeep. And, then, and at, at some point, um, Pradeep was said, oh, I guess I wasn't listening. And Joe very dramatically replies, that's the problem. Yeah. They're like a weird old married couple <sighs> that just slap Less each other than. around. Um, uh, anyway, then... So that's pretty much all the drama. Like, yeah, everyone hates Pradeep now, of course. Like, even though last episode, didn't they, like, love him all of a sudden? Yeah. It was a weird, like, I think we were, like, everyone was on board hating Pradeep. And then one episode, they kind of liked him for some reason. Now they're back on board saying, fuck Pradeep. And I totally get it. Cosmo was weirdly upset about it. Yeah, Cosmo was more upset than Joe. He's like, I'll punch you in the face if you slap me in the face. He was like, he was like... They go in to talk to Mystery yeah. after that, and he was like, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't hide my feelings. I'm just really upset about some stuff that happened. And I was like, why are you the one? Yeah, like, like you have nothing to do with this. Anyway, we move on to um, the uh, date night challenge. They go to the club. You know, the same old, same old Speaking thing. Speaking of not um, listening Pradeep, Pradeep is the only one that doesn't have a notebook when they're yeah. all t- taking very notes. Very telling, very mm-hmm. telling. Um, some... Foreshadowing. Oh, and the oh, way that oh, go. the way that J Dog explains a bounce, which is their yeah. goal of the night, which is like basically which I really just like get into, yeah. getting a girl to like to go leave. to a cafe or something, yeah, to like you. leave the bar to go somewhere else. But apparently, like first of all, apparently you're not supposed to directly ask, or at least Alvaro's under that impression. Yeah. And also the way they phrase it, this is how mystery phrases it, is like. When she starts to seem uncomfortable, like, that's when you gotta, like, move her to somewhere new. So it's like, which is a very weird way to say it, like, yeah, when she seems uncomfortable, that's when you kidnap her and force her to a hidden location, much like I did with Tara's family, <laughs> to blackmail her to be involved in the show. Yeah, like, yeah. and the way that J-Dog explains it, he explains it like it's a Jedi mind trick second yeah. Star Wars reference oh, of the show. <laughs> like, a Jedi mind trick t- into tricking a girl into thinking that she knew you for longer than she did. Because he's like, weird. her brain will... Be remembering different locations. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's very bizarre, and like a lot of like things that just don't add up. Where it's like get her to go to a different place, but don't ask her, and also somehow make her think that she's known you for like di- years. Yeah. It's all weird. Yeah, he um, says the the amount of time to get a girl comfortable enough with you to sleep with you like is four, four to, ten. to ten hours. Yeah, which they pulled that I imagine right out of their ass. Um, here we go. Oh, and then they go to the club. And you know how they always show the thing that says, um, these are all not actors, these are all real people? This is where our insider tip come from, comes from. We got a comment from uh, Reddit user Little Miss Emperor, and she said that back in the day, in the mid-2000s, she answered a casting call for this show to be one of the girls in the bar. One of the not actors. Yeah, one of the, quote, not actors. Now, to the show's credit... She was told that she wouldn't be forced to talk to anyone or to not talk to anyone, and she was allowed to just go in and just do whatever she pleased if someone, you know, approached you. She didn't have to talk to them, you know, which I guess, like, makes it, like, not as fully scripted as we assumed before. But also, if you're 
if you answer a casting call and you get put in there and one of the guys from the show starts talking to you, you feel a little more inclined to talk so that you can be on the show. Yeah, all of a sudden so, there's cameras yeah. everywhere. Also, um, yeah, she has a podcast, I guess, that we'll um, promote because, you know, that was really cool information. I guess it's called Bloody Date Night. Which also could be an alternate name of this show, Pick Up Artist, <laughs> yeah, just Bloody Date Night. Yeah. But yeah, check that out if you want to, and thanks to her for that information. Um, so they go to the club, mm-hmm. and their intent is to get a girl to move from the club to just across the street. Like, it's it's just, like, literally, like, get her to move ten feet to the place across the street. Um, that's the whole goal. Again, this part of the show is always kind of boring, but this yeah. one is a little exciting, at least. Um... Because some stuff happens. Let me see here. Because um, Joe, who has Matador by his side, Matt, they're talking to a set. I fucking hate uh. using their terms. God damn it, it makes me so mad. Anyway, they're talking to a set. Matador moves one of the girls away. And Joe's talking one-on-one. It's going with good. This girl. It's going good. And then Pradeep slides in and just interrupts Joe and just starts talking to this girl and like moves Joe out of talking to her. And then in the one-on-one interview, he goes, I don't know. What can you do? Uh... Literally just not that. Like, what can you do? You can just not do that. And I'm pissed at this show for making me, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave it there. I'm pissed at this show for a lot of things. Yeah, and he is, um, like, too awkward and weird looking to say, what can you do? And just lean backwards. Yeah, where it's like, obviously you don't know what to do. One of his pickup lines was, hey, do you know what a urologist is? Which, by the way, I'm kind of pissed because... That's always been my pickup line. <laughs> Everyone knows that, so can't use that one. Tell you won me. Um, and then Brady moves over to a set. They refer to it as a set, although uh, it's a giant table of what looks like twelve women. Like, is it a set when it's twelve women? Isn't it like a set or a jury? Yeah, because it's like yeah, twelve angry women who don't <laughs> want to talk to you. <laughs> oh man. Um, and then um, mysteries in the van watching them. And uh, I guess Joe or one of them is talking to someone, and like they haven't yet made the move to move them to the bar across the street. Mm-hmm. And Mystery's really upset about it. He's like, "Oh man, they've just been here for too long by now. Like by now, I would have captured them within a potato sack and taken them home with me. Like <laughs> why are they waiting in this bar so long before just taking them?" Yeah, um, uh, Pradeep has a very unfortunate encounter. Yeah, uh, where he says, "If you buy me a shot, I'll tell you more stories." And they say, "We'll buy you a shot to stop." telling stories. Yeah. And then he sits at the bar and waits for them to come back to buy him that shot, which tells you all you goddamn need to know about Pradeep. He's just like, I don't know where they are to buy me a shot so that they don't have to talk to me anymore. Oh, is it possible that they just left to just not talk to me anymore without having to purchase me alcohol? Oh my god. Um, Anyway, um, Cosmo brings a girl across the street, and I was so happy, and I was like, so, I felt so bad about myself for being proud of Cosmo for, yeah. like, these shitty techniques working for him. Like, I was, at first I was like, yeah, Cosmo, because I like him. And then I'm like, wait, no, no, yeah. this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, they go, and it's kind of just easy to tell what happens from here. Do you have anything else to say before we get to the um, elimination? Um, they, like, they ask... Both of that, uh, both of the the two that are going to potentially be eliminated, which mm-hmm. are Pradeep and Joe, yeah, uh, what uh, what the show has given them, mm-hmm. and uh, Joji again goes into this whole thing about like I used to live in my parents' basement, yeah. which is where where do you live now, Joe? Where are you going to live in two weeks yeah. or whatever? 
It's like, this, like once you're off the show, you're going back to the potato room. Yeah, no, I was going to say, he's like, I'm living a whole new potato-free yeah. life. Yeah, not a potato in sight. Not even a single one. Not a spud, not a salt potato. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, like a famine. I'm home free. It's like, no, I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you, man, but after the show, you have to go back to the potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> you must... Still live. Do you in, think he draws faces on them and talks to them? Oh uh, yeah, hundred percent. Of course, yeah. yeah. Of course. Uh, well, did, did that need to be even asked? <laughs> um, so obviously, we all know Pradeep goes home. He loses. Wah, wah. Yeah, um, because fuck Pradeep. Unless he wants to be on this podcast, in which case, hit me up, Pete man. Love you, bud. Love you. Miss you. <laughs> Love you. But uh, other than that, yeah, fuck him because he was the worst. Yeah, his um, like voiceover. He mentions. Picking up women, but yeah. it's over a shot of him at the library, like holding yeah, the yeah, kids, yeah. and I, I just thought that that was a bad that at was it. Bad at it. I was also really, really hoping the recap would just be all like recaps of him being a creepy dick, like in slow motion though, over this sad music, just like him slapping Joe and just like saying like weird like I'm a vagabond mathematician, just in yeah. slow motion, <laughs> which I forgot about. Um, yeah. I'm kind of going to miss Pradeep because he was the ridiculous person who kept this show going for me. And now we're down to, like, three guys who I, like, like, you know? I don't care about Brady. I don't care about Brady, but, like, I don't hate Brady. I I don't think we mentioned Brady. I don't have a seething hatred for Brady as I did for many of the other men on the show. Um, I think Brady came up, like, once with 12 girls. Yeah, Yeah, but that was pretty much it. Um, Yeah, that's the episode. We only have two more until the season's over. I'm, like... Really crossing my fingers that this show lives up to the expectations I have in which the finale will just be bonkers. Like, I don't know how they're going to do it without, like, having... Because all the crazy characters are kind of gone. But you know what? The craziest of characters are still there. And you know who they are? Mystery. Mystery. Fucking J-Dog. That's kind of Matador. But as long as Mystery's there, something ridiculous will be said about women. And so that's what we know we can expect. But I guess that's it, right? Yeah. So until next time, I'm Sam Labuti. I'm Andrea Springer. And we're signing off for Helpless Romantics.